You, you are, are now tuned into the Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Syndicated worldwide to bring real, real black radio back, back to the masses. All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the syndicated Worldwide Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Since 1998, whether it's on your FM dial, internet radio station, podcast, or website, we're up in the mix to bring you a slice of what we call 21st century black radio to the masses, a mix of old and new school tunes from the black diaspora, including hip-hop, soul, funk, jazz, reggae, house, and more black music as well as news commentary and interviews from RNs and with RNs let me do an intro to those who are new to the radio show I myself am DJ Fusion on the mix and commentary side and also handling those duties is my bro John Judah what's going on there Judah oh of course high frequency plus ladies and gentlemen let us now witness the street dark name Osiris yes indeed we're in the house ladies and gentlemen Big, big shout out to the whole we all wide world. We love y'all. We love y'all. We're about to get down and have a ball. Of course, no more. We won't stall DJ Fusion. What's the deal? Doing all right. Doing all right. Glad to be officially in our 14th year of rocking and doing this radio show. We appreciate all the old and new school listeners to us. We appreciate all the wonderful broadcast partners that we have who spread the fuse box vibe to people. All of whom you can check out in detail through our blog site, blackradioisback.com. Just go up top and click on the um, Fusebox Radio Affiliates link and you can find out all those wonderful places and their wonderful content besides us. You can go to our official website at any time to see what's going on to Fusebox Radio Broadcast, which is FuseboxRadioOnline.com, F-U-S-E-B-O-X, sorry, D-I-O-O-N-L-I-N-X, pardon me everybody, got all tongue-tied. F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O-O-N-L-I-N-E dot com on that website besides getting the history of the show and being able to check out archives, mixtapes, and other good things. You also have submission information for um, hitting us up with um, music here at the Syndicated Fusebox Radio Broadcast for all of my music artist people out there. So, you know, please go to the, ra- the website, actually see what we're about, and um, submit music from there, clean slash radio friendly, because we want to reach as many people as possible with what we do. And a lot of our um, broadcast outlets, especially our radio folks, um, want to have the show FCC and radio friendly and crispy clean. So, you know, that's how, how, how we rock. That's how we do. If you want to check us out on the social network scene, whether it's Facebook, um, Twitter, YouTube, etc., pretty much most of our joints end with slash Fusebox Radio. So Twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio, um, MySpace.com slash Fusebox Radio, so forth and so on. And if you don't want to remember any of this stuff, just search for Fusebox Radio Broadcast on your search engine of choice, and um, all of our information will go ahead and pop up from there. And if you happen to miss this Fusebox Radio Broadcast through your favorite outlet, you can go ahead and get the Fusebox Radio Broadcast archives over two years' worth via iTunes, Zoom, Flycast FM, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and a whole bunch of other wonderful music RSS feeders. So our most recent broadcast, to again, those about two years back, check it out, see what's going on. Um, subscribe, and if you like what we do, definitely um, rate us on these um, services. Every little bit helps 
and we appreciate that. Lastly, if you do the Facebook like page deal, um, besides going to the Fusebox Radio broadcast um, podcast page on the web, fuseboxradio.podomatic.com, you can just go to facebook.com slash fuseboxradioshow, one word, and click that thumbs up like button, all that's appreciated as well. And yeah, man, that is about it on the promo end, besides giving shouts out, of course, to the folks who we do some written things for, which is oh hell no, oh hell no blog.com and Planet Ill, planetill.com, where folks represent as a part of their fantastic um, music and cultural writing staffs. With um, Oh Hell Nah blog, um, the recent review I just wrote up for an album with the New Music Tuesday section was of what appeared to be the very contested new um, Nicki Minaj hip-hop slash pop album, uh, Pink Friday, Roman Reloaded. Um, I'm not going to get too much into detail with this right now, but I'll say up front, I ain't like it. At all. And I think I break down why. So check out the site and see what's going on with that. But yeah, I ain't like it. But anyway, that's about it. That's about it. That's about that. And um, yeah, man. Um, one quick shout out to our folks over at Audible. Audible.com. They've been um, helping support the Fusebox Radio podcast. We deeply appreciate them. You can go to Audible. Dot com and go and see what's good with them on the audiobook and all different types of stuff and whatnot in case you're doing them travels or whatever have you you know get some good joints from there um, we actually hooked up with them provide a 30-day trial to heads if you want to go and try out the service get a free audiobook you don't like it just do the cancel thing um, audibletrial.com slash fusebox radio and yeah man promo spiel is done again much love to our listening audience we deeply appreciate y'all we deeply appreciate interacting with y'all through either email or social network or whatever have you some folks will actually go to our website and read how to get at us and sometimes leave messages too so we deeply appreciate all of that good stuff and before we get into both myself and john judah's music mixes and our wonderful guest um, news and commentary segment from the folks over at black agenda report with lynn ford shout out to them um, direct effects um, part of the Black University Radio Network's um, news section. Shout out to Lamar Blackman and that crew. And the fine folks over at the nonprofit, nonpartisan media democracy organization Free Press with their Media Minutes segment. Um, both John Judah and I have a little bit of commentary here and there for those who are new to the show. We always do our check of commentary at the beginning, then we just pretty much go right to the music and all the other stuff. So. Sometimes it's a tad bit short. Sometimes if it's a hectic week, it can go on for a little bit. But um, we just like being able to input um, that particular aspect into the show as hip-hop generation heads because sometimes it's just a little on the empty side when it comes to things. And nobody says you got to love anything that we say or agree. We just like to spark thought. And, you know, we're two average heads, and we just like to get that on and rolling with the people. Okay. So... Yeah, man. Let's get right into it. A um, few interesting things popped up on the old radar this week. But before I get into that, um, especially for my people in the New Jersey, New York, Connecticut metro area, and people who are just into journalism in general, we just received some sad news. Um, award-winning journalist and producer and um, Gil Noble passed away this week. Yeah, um, he had been sick for a while. I think a few months back we had, I'm talking about that we heard that information. Um, he had just passed away 
this week at the age of 80 years old leaving behind um, his wife and five children for those who might not be familiar with Mr. Gil Noble's name he um, produced a groundbreaking TV series like it is and that show lasted for a good just about over 30 well it would have been 35 years this year plus um I remember going to school in um, New Jersey, and it was on ABC 7. I think they played it on Sundays, if I remember properly. At least the time I was up, up around that way. And it was just a fascinating show. He would just interview um, lots of people from all over um, the black diaspora, whether it was business folks, civil rights people, entertainers, um, the entire nine. By the time I um, got into that show around the late mid um 1990s um they were playing like old and new clips of stuff that Gil noble did so you know you saw some cats who were doing their thing during that time frame and you also saw like you know classic joints he did with his like you know malcolm x um charlie parker and a whole bunch of other folks so yeah um i know for a fact on youtube there are clips and some whole shows of like it is so um definitely check check that joint out one thing I can say about like it is is that I I, I came up and went to school in New Jersey, uh, uh, New York, uh, Tri-State area, and um, I remember Gil Noble from when I was very young and the shows. And once that I entered into like uh, God consciousness, I was definitely digging in. So what you know, we're talking, you know, I was a teenager, so definitely Gil was a part of that. Like you know, and like the hip hop community, and, you know. And, and family and you know and nurturing those um, ideas within myself big up to him his family and his legacy rest in peace I now definitely rest in peace and one thing for people who sometimes get all kind of nervy about that type of thing where it's like a journalist thing that it might be dry Gil Noble was not a dry interviewer by any means or a stretch of the imagination like he brought out the human side to a lot of cats who we now look at as venerated figures but still got the real info and things out there and for that show to be you know that good block of time each sunday for heads to be able to check out you didn't have to go through a whole bunch of loops like you might have to now with cable channels to try to find anything remotely near information um that that's kind of cool even though there's even though there's a racist element there but um abc in new york no doubt. Well, I mean, somebody would have sold there for allowing Gil to be on for those years. Big up to them. No doubt. I mean, for those folks to have him be, um, get that output as a major figure, we see how some channels get scared if somebody says anything they feel that quote unquote Negro shouldn't say or black people shouldn't say. Um, they they played their role too. Um, as of now, there's not an official um, statement on the cause of um, Gil Noble's passing, but as a definitive part of uh, my decade in New Jersey from college and post-college and uh, being involved with a lot of other influences at the time um, yeah it it, kind of threw me back hearing about this situation um, from cats like him to um, Dr. Ivan Van Sertema and whatever Um, that that was just an interesting period in my life so um, definitely you know he'll definitely be missing check out those archives on the web there's a good amount luckily that's out there so people can really see uh, what he was about and when we sometimes see journalism just being like reading a sheet of paper or a teleprompter on the screen that ain't journalism that's doing something but that ain't journalism 
that man was um, truly a journalist. So um, definitely um, rest in peace to that brother and what have you. Um, speaking of historical things, before we get into the real um, nooks and crannies um, of the commentary part of the show, um, for my people in the D.C. metro area, pretty um, cool news is happening this month. The Howard Theater is reopening. Um, very um, classic historical theater um, after $29 million renovation. They got a lot of um, great shows going on, more known in their history as a jazz and R&B locale. They're going to have a whole bunch of different types of shows in that place. And I'm part of the famous U Street Corridor. Um, I'm curious to see how it goes down and what's going on. Um, they've just been showing outside venues and pictures and things. I think uh, by the time the show gets in rotation, they'll actually have their grand opening of the theater. And looking at the lineup, somebody's doing a wonderful job. It's a mean lineup. You got like Shaka Khan, Cindy Blackman, um, Most Deaf, <clears throat> excuse me, um, Bad Brains, the Jizza, um, for my DC peoples, of course, the legend, um, Godfather of Go Go, Chuck Brown, and this entire um, big group of people. Um, I hope they succeed. And um, I hope things work out well. They do seem to still want to try to just have not good music as a whole, but also still represent the um, black American musical experience in all of its diversity. So I hope these um, bookers keep on that trend and make good stuff happen. So give me one of the butcher stuff on that end and give big up to um, my first home area, originally from the um, D.C. metro area, Prince George's County. Big up to all those folks and what have you. And uh, later on, I have my jurors time, North Central jurors. What's up? Big, big up to all y'all. And of course, the NYC shaped my music, literally shaped my music vibes and career. And what okay, now? Let me give a big shout out to South Dave, because that's where most of the real cats are in the damn bitch. No you doubt. Know, let, me give, let me give the shout out to, of course, all my cats in Jersey and NY and Philly. And of course, let me give a shout out to my people out in Detroit, my man Kevin out there. Uh, from Detroit, actually in the DMV, but you know, representing the Detroit area, and then I'll pick up the rest of my people out there, alright? Alright, alright, indeed, indeed. Um, let's see here, man. Yeah, it's like a lot of little bugged out things happened this week. Um, first and foremost, for all of my people in Texas, I hope y'all are okay. They had a real freak hail storm slash tornado situation happening earlier and you know if you search on the web it's kind of wild they don't talk about literal baseball shaped hail falling from the skies and hitting people beside you know some folk getting hit up by the tornado i think there were there weren't too many deaths that occurred but i mean i can't imagine going through that and for the past few years whatever you believe in whether you believe it's a higher power or um harp with the weather thing or mother nature or whatever this weather is bugging so, you know, try to keep as right as you can. So, definitely for all those folks in that southern region, uh, we hope you're doing well. And if you have um, ended up having damage or a loss of a home or anything of that nature, or heaven forbid, um, friends or family or colleagues, that um, y'all be blessed, all right? Um, do, 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 do. A few Trayvon Martin updates, but I'm going to get into that just a little bit. Later on, um, pretty interesting news um, from the end of folks over in Senegal. Um, Senegalese musician Yusou Nadwar has been appointed culture minister over there. 
um he has some very very dope music i know we played some of his joints in the past um some original and um, some remixes um the grammy award singer um now officially has that spot and in a way they're like um brazil where they have um gilberto Zhao, um another um musician who does um afro um inspired music to be culture minister over there now you know these are serious positions that people can go ahead and get things done and on and rolling and you know it's not just a i guess one would call it a you know i wanted to call that well anyway it's not just a position that's just for hey we're gonna put you in here and it's just gonna be all giggles and what have you um as a part of the um folks over there who um did some major fighting in senegal to try to get stuff straight over in um, his country i gotta give him big up not just on the music end but on other ends as well so i thought that was kind of cool to see how um that went down and since i think the mainstream news in our country here in the states sometimes just kind of disses everything that happens in africa without trying to give any background about why certain things are as they are whether it's in terms of um, post-colonial influence or other countries influence current influences or anything else i thought that was a nice bit of good news to drop on heads <coughs> dang excuse me everybody sorry um speaking of africa kind of a bugged out situation happened um over in israel um a priceless egyptian sarcophagi lids were found sawn in half by smugglers um <clears throat> excuse me through the israeli equities antiquities authority um carbon dating of the lids revealed they are really really old um one is over three thousand years old date, dating from the iron age another one was about 3600 years old dating from the late bronze age see here um in the latest updates with the trayvon martin case unfortunately there have been no arrests still made it's been over a month now but the media cycle and spin has just gotten crazier and crazier now i'm one person where i actually would like to see the justice system be a system of justice in our country and for it to be getting to the point where it's a media circus and there's still an unsolved case about why this boy was killed regardless of any racial class issues even though i personally believe they're there but even if you don't, don't want to believe in that it's a shame um pure and simple now um i think it was like about a few weeks ago i didn't really get to mention it on the show too tough 
Um, there were some folks who said they represented the New Black Panther Party, and they were supposedly um, putting a $10,000 bounty on um, the um, shooter of Trayvon Martin, shooter slash accused killer Trayvon Martin, um, George Zimmerman. Now we got some random neo-Nazi act getting in the act. Um, right now trying to get a little bit of media attention. Um, saying they're, they're patrolling the Sanford, Florida area saying they're prepared for post-Trayvon Martin violence. Now these cats are like some militia rejects in this article I'm peeping right now while um, I'm talking about the radio show and what have you. But you know when you're talking about hi i'm a neo-nazi and i'm armed you're not really trying to be peaceful say what you will about the new black panther party cat that came on cnn and the other type of stuff they were saying they're going to be running around with some guns they would put them negroes in jail but you know the boldly these guys is you know whatever whatever now personally i think it's just another case of media whoring and what have you but you know this is just one of those situations where you just kind of had to rub your temples because god bless the people in florida who do have sense when sometimes we say either serious or silly stories it's either florida or arizona that had the worst damn problems here in the united states no no i don't know what that's about i don't know if it's something in the water or whatever whatever but that's certainly kind of crazy to me besides the fact that i'm like um you know don't y'all know that George Zimmerman is um, half Latino? So y'all trying to protect him or y'all just trying to, like I said, to do your, your media whoring thing? Well, I mean, one thing is yeah, that's me. That's me. But, you know, I, I, I thought that was bugged out. Um, on other ends, um, there are people who are fighting against the NRA's um, stand your own ground law. The NRA supported stand your own ground law and what have you. And I think that's yeah. good that that's... Um, Make us a major political uh, move right now from people of multiple backgrounds because let's face it, um, it's a law that I think unless you have some sort of power in the place, it's going to cause all kinds of problems. Because we got a lot of people now who, let's be real, they they don't want to throw down with fist and and risk losing in that way. They'll pull out a gun quickly. And who's going to say, well, this this is me standing my own ground? I mean, you know, come on. But I think that in itself is some pretty decent news that um, there is being more on the level of long-term political action that's trying to happen on that level than um, anything. And again, I hope that this actual case gets solved and people from either side don't just use it to try to get famous. Like um, earlier um, in the week, there was an interview on the Piers Morgan show on CNN, I had video passed on to me. Shout out to all the Twitter folks who forwarded that joint to me. Between um, Piers Morgan and um, writer journalist um, Torre. Now, um, I'm not a big fan of Torre. I personally think he gets involved in a little bit of media whoring himself and what have you. And in a polite way, let's just say I don't necessarily agree with some of his viewpoints on music or race and whatnot. I'm gonna leave that leave that at that. However, I think it was good that um, he got in Piers Morgan's case during um, what was essentially a softball interview with George Zimmerman's father, who doesn't know what happened at that night, next to nobody does, besides what was on the 911 call. And essentially just led him to say a whole bunch of crazy mess. <coughs> so on that small level, I'll give Torre some credit. 
However, at the end of the day, it seems like they both were just trying to use this boy's death to get some props. And I ain't like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't think anybody needs to go ahead and do that. And not just from those levels up top, but to some of these folks who be now it's like, oh, okay, it's it's quote unquote cool now for me to say something. So I'm, so I'm gonna drop a track and hope it gets played. Come on, yo, that that's tacky. Oh yeah, there was one thing I, I forgot to mention about the Trayvon thing, and it was interesting. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. The um, the reality of the the uh, neo Nazi uh, slash Satanist game came up was the I had always thought that the lack of response to them was always a thing that that they um, that the justice uh, State Department justice system could do because it, it wanting people to riot. And, mm-hmm. and and when wanting the riot, then that can justify other means. Under female, you know, um, King Alfred plan or things like, uh, you know, martial law and that order. So in, in a way, it, it, like the, the neo, is that neo-Nazi thing, really is just the other arm of that, really. The more, you know, radical arm of that. So at the end of the day, nobody... At the end of the day, black people should protect themselves. You know that should be it. Shouldn't be about uh, about to anybody else. But you know, because because then when it's about us protecting ourselves and not bothering anybody else, you know, when they cross those boundaries, then it's then then it's then it's something different. You know, but yeah, that's it. Alrighty, alrighty. Um, speaking of random nonsense happening that shows America is not a post-racial place, um, two things um, in a weird spectrum about how some folks dealt with black men and police that came on the um, old food box radio email and Twitter radar. Uh, one of which, um, actor-director Tyler Perry has claimed that he has been a victim of recent racial profiling by the ATL's police. Said, um, according to him, police said he made a legal turn and um, he was driving a car with tinted windows after leaving um, his um, Southwest Atlanta um, studios. Now, he had thought, <clears throat> you know, because, you know, he, he is a person who, who has fame, whether it's through the Medea joints or whatever have you, that, you know, this kind of weird. It seems like some people are following me. So he was kind of trying to, you know, do a little quick drive maneuver or whatever whatever and said he was talking about that he was quote unquote badgered by um two white um police officers said he get you know got shaken that one officer banged on his passenger side wouldn't get him to roll it down the other tried had had tried to just go ahead and reach through and turn off his car engine now the thing is you know they have you know doing the questioning something like well why do you think you're being followed blah 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 now a third officer rolled up on the seat who was black and told them about Tyler Perry's star status. And that's the only reason why joints didn't go down. So that's kind of bugged out right there. Like, it, it, it took a black cop to maybe not have something crazy happen. I'm not saying that fame is supposed to save you one way or the other. But if that was average dude on the street, you know, that could have ended up worse. At the very least, somebody could have maybe had something planned on them or God knows what else, depending on what the reaction was. You know, Tyler Perry told the story on um, Facebook and, you know, so far has a whole bunch of comments. And now, you know, police department saying they're quote unquote investigating stuff or whatever. So it don't matter the money that you have in the fake post-racial world, man. People still try to get in your case. Oh, God. 
and do some things and i'm glad that tyler perry pointed out that story and um let things be known however you may feel about um his movies plays whatever have you i do think he has a good heart with what he wants to do and this is the type of thing that some people just try to sweep under the rug or excuse and him using his platform when there's a whole bunch of scared black celebrities who don't say nothing when anything happens you know big up to him on that you know what i'm saying um another story that got sent to us that um i'm definitely trying to keep on radar which is insane it's a story that happened in chicago a uh, black off-duty police officer by the name of howard morgan had um excuse me had an encounter with some um white chicago police officers and through things um he had gotten pulled over going the wrong way on a one-way street back in 2005 and there was supposed to be some type of conflict and essentially these white police officers shot the man 28 times but he lived through it and um what that's already a crazy enough story you gotta look at on his own like he was like right around the corner from his home supposedly they said that you know he started firing on people and blah 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 yet they really didn't find certain stuff to prove the um, chicago pd story and whatnot now he was left essentially for dead because he, he ended up surviving he got charged for trying to commit attempted murder on the four white police officers who shot at him and um he ended up getting um charges against him now he has been now there's somebody who has some sense in these courts thankfully um he was found not guilty on three counts or whatever they cleared him of opening fire on the officers but the thing that's kind of bugged out is he's they have a deadlock on the charge of attempted murder as of this broadcast so a man who was trying to get home some kind of craziness happened this dude got shot up 28 times it's almost like he's being punished because he lived and was able to tell his story and he was a police officer i personally feel that they knew he was a cop and they just they just lied and said it was something else happened and then we just made it look like their word against it i think they knew because if he was a cop they all it's it, they, unless, unless it was different jurisdictions or in a different town, unless it was the same city, they knew. If it was the same city, they knew. You know, they just did that, whatever. And if not, if they, even if they didn't do that, they did that maliciously. And, you know, so that's what the post-racial people. I and mean, that's for the people who believe this, you know, post-society. Yeah, I mean, um, hopefully by next week's show, we'll find out if he ends up actually getting charged or not. As of now, I don't have that information um, in front of me. But just for the fact of there was quite a few things that, you know, like in, in Revelation to the Trayvon Martin case that never happened on the police per people's side on the right way. Howard Morgan was never tested for gun residency. He even fired a weapon during that morning. His van was crushed and destroyed without notice before any person investigation could be done on it. Um, there was no actual bulletproof vest that was produced by one of the officers who claimed to have taken a shot directly into who had claimed to directly taken a shot that day. So, you know, it's it's kind of crazy. So there's a big worry about, you know, because there's been multiple trials, things like double jeopardy or cocktails of rice being thrown away and God knows what else. Um, it's pretty crazy. I mean, the man faces 80 years in prison max. 
for this last charge of attempted murder. From him just going home and having the wrong encounter with some cops. Crazy. So, you know, lovely to bring up. Well, hopefully justice will be done in that particular case. Um, time will tell. We'll see. Um, yeah, man. Let's get a little bit to the goofy side of the news since we've hit up some pretty heavy stuff. Oh, uh, well, the goofy kind of entertainment side of the news. Um, one quick thing to, um, I know Judah and I sometimes get into the health talks or whatever. A little teeny bit on the show. We definitely do a lot of it on the, um, personal or what have you. Um, kind of a bugged out story in terms of folks who rated best and worst in, um, preventable, um, death via, um, health situation, like preventable health type of deal. Um, France, Japan, and Australia rated the best. Um, and things talking about um, focusing on preventable death and preventable health um, care and United States rate worst among 19 um, quote unquote industrialized nations unfortunately I believe it, it it's kind of a bugged out thing to see in um, stark um, focus excuse me and what have you this was a study done by the London School of Hygiene and um, Topical Medicine where they were saying they tracked that they deemed would have been prevented by access to timely and um, effective health care. Now, we're in the country for our international listeners and what have you, where I'm sure people um, check the um, news around those ways. We're fighting over basic preventative health care and basic stuff like um, that we've had for years, like Medicare and Medicaid and so forth, and now what people are calling quote-unquote Obamacare, trying to have everybody have some basic type of um health insurance and um yeah it's kind of kind of something that um it's kind of blown right there so it's a little something to think about that there's stuff we gotta do on our own because apparently the system ain't gonna help you out too much with all of that you know pretty sad statistic and whatnot so i'm gonna throw that out there um let me see here yeah let's get into a little bit of the entertainment side of the news and what have you. I've had a lot of people um, talking about this on the net. I talked about it a little bit personally. And um, I guess we got to talk about it on the show because we got some requests. Um, I don't know if you know about this um, Mary J. Blige commercial that was on the Burger King Judah. I saw, I saw that. I did hear that. I saw I did see it. I heard she didn't sign off on it. This, that's the word. Um, people can find us on the web, but essentially Burger King has only got a whole bunch of new... Um, um, food items and what have you. They got different stars on there. You know, David Beckham. Um, I forget the name of Homegirl on. Um, uh, excuse me. Um, the TV show. Um, Sofia Figuera and a Mary J. Blige are some of the folks in these commercials. And um, Mary J. Blige has this joint where she's supposed to be promoting like this um, crispy chicken wrap joint or whatever. Um, look here. Quite frankly, people eat what they want and what have you. And I don't think anybody should be scared that if you're black, you like eating chicken and eat some chicken. I personally think the commercial was just corny. She should be more mad that it was a corny commercial and the marketing department didn't handle things. And she didn't handle things. I mean, I'm like, you know, supposedly she got $2 million to do this commercial. Money talks, but you also don't want money to mess up your brand. That's a brand that was built for over 20-something years as being one of the top R&B singers and what have you. And again, I don't know her bills, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that 
people are more clowning you for the commercial because it's cornball than anything that might be looked at as stereotypical, even though I'm sure you can get into that mode. It's bugged out. I mean, it's like, you know, yo, you did my life. Now you're singing about crispy chicken wrapping a flour tortilla. What the hell? In concert gear. In a damn Burger King. You can even promote a, a premium sandwich at Burger King? No. You're going to promote a joint that people can get changed for. But, you know, I don't know, man. Even though the bugged out thing is, I think this might have helped out Burger King more than they anticipated because people are talking about Burger King. I ain't eating a Burger King in damn near 10 years. <laughs> and what have you. But it's one of those I got to look at Mary J where it's like, hey, man, you, you're singing about crispy chicken wrapped in a flour tortilla and somebody in your camp didn't say, hey, let me get a little bit of editorial control over this commercial. Because you knew you were singing about some damn chicken in the first place. And, you know, you in the stadium, I mean, personally, I'm thinking it's bad because you're singing about chicken like it's your man. But, hey, each day on, you know what I'm saying? saying? But, I don't know, that's one of the cases where, you know, the internet backlash just kind of showed, I think, both sides. That people got to think a little bit before they get all into the money. Just think a little bit. You know, this, this ain't the worst case of, you know, black folks in commercials, Lord knows, but that, that wasn't bright. My personal opinion. That that wasn't freaking bright. I mean, I don't think my life two sales were that damn bad. Where you got to be singing about crispy chicken wrapped in a flour tortilla? Cause we've seen plenty of stars in commercials. You know, I'm like, you could at least been in a in a witty commercial. A kind of smart commercial. I mean, hell, Aretha Franklin, about sixty-seven years old. She had Snickers commercial. That joint was funny. You know, I'll give her credit. She, you know, she ain't play herself out or anything in them joints. And even if you had to sing, do that singing behind the scenes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't be up in there, you know, doing a bakehead bounce talking about crispy chicken. It's like, uh, uh, babe, come on, yo. <laughs> this is when you need to have no people. There's so many yes people in who are famous. Get some no people. Just pull you to the side and be like, yo, Mary J, seriously, you gonna do what you want to do, but look at this real hard. Do you really want to have this out of your control? Do you really? But I don't know. It did give me some laughs this week, though. I can't front, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. And I'm, I'm sure some intern at Burger King is getting fired. Or some marketing person getting fired. If they got some sense, they should. It's kind of bad when the McDonald's commercial where they do spoken word about coffee and crap look better than a Burger King commercial. That's all I'm saying. Um, let me see here. Um, the new trailer for the remake of Sparkle Drop, um, Whitney Houston's last um, movie she was in. I uh, don't know how many people remember the 1976 um, movie Sparkle. Personally, I think it's a slept on classic. Um, Philip Michael Thomas, um, when he was young and, you know, on the female end from my perspective, when he was kind of cute, I'm like, when did Philip Michael Thomas that cute? Um, um, homegirl, that was that Lynette McKee, the chick from Fame? Yeah, I think so. Um, she was in there, um, one of the most slept on actresses ever, but you see her in everything. Mary Alice was in there, as I met McKee's mama, and um, other various folks. Um, one of those kind of on the rise, dream girl esque type of storylines. Anyway, um, the remake is supposed to be um, dropping in theaters in mid August, and you know, it looks like a nice promo. I hope. You know, it's a good movie as a whole. And um, it does well. And um, 
I find it unfortunate that um, Miss Houston won't be around to see how it does. But I mean, she looked like she was doing a good job in the in the um, preview. So you know, big ups to everybody involved in that, and I hope it's um, a good, respectful project. And what? Uh, and one of the few movies that I, I think I'm glad it's done because it's a movie. I don't want to seem like I'm harping on it, but it's a movie about New York, though. And there's not a lot of movies about Black New York. You know what I'm saying? Other than you know, this is a movie about Black New York that's not criminal. You know what I'm saying? Of the 60s, so I think that's cool. I don't know if they're still playing it like the original, but you know, I think that 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 that, that those those are swept on um, uh, 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 aspects of uh, New York and, and even uh, cinema. Where All right, all right, and um. Yeah, I guess this is a lastly situation right now. We talked about the Beanie Siegel, um, Scarface, um, upcoming album, um, last week. Um, I'm not, I'm not gonna get into the new Kanye West songs because I need to interpret them properly before I rant about those. Um, <clears throat> cute picture is floating around from the White House on some of the, um, various sci-fi blogs and things like that. There is, to me that appealed to my um black geek side an awesome picture of barack obama doing the vulcan salute with um nichelle nichols um the actress who was the original lieutenant uhura really and whatnot that was um taken not too long ago um this year actually i'm um, around february and barack obama is like the happiest kid in the world he's like yes i'm the president of the united states but i'm with uh, lieutenant uhura right now getting my my geek cheese status on yes that's what's up and i don't know like i saw that it gave me a little smile during the week i was like that's kind of awesome and uh what have you it said that she was um, in the dc era besides from that situation um she was also at nasa's um goddard um flight center and um what have you to do some stuff over there and i know that um miss nichols has to be about 75 years old by now and she freaking looks great for her age like like great where it's like damn you know tell me what roots and berries you eating and you know how you live in your life because i mean that's not makeup some folks you know you're like okay you older that's a that that's a whole lot of makeup slapping on your face that that ain't that joint at all and for anybody who was like um a remote star trek fan who's seen the older joints she did her thing short series but she did her thing and um she was in um some of the various uh, movies that came out later on and whatnot too and i think um it was a few years back but they had a family guy um, episode where one of the characters ended up um, kidding. No, 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 no. That wasn't Family Guy. That was a Futurama episode where they had um, the characters um, get onto a side planet and end up being like almost all the original staff of um, Star Trek, including her, up in there. Because this alien kidnapped them so they could have their own version of Comic Con and what have you. And that joint was hilarious. She was in that joint, so. You know, people who, who did that acting job and had a sense of humor with it and everything as well. But find that photo. I know it's on IO9 and a few other joints. And, like, Barack Obama had the biggest fanboy cheese in the world on there. Like, that's an authentic fanboy cheese. So, you know, big ups to the Prez and whatnot for doing that photo. And again, big ups to uh, Michelle Nichols, who she trailblazed a lot of stuff 
for her period of time as a black actress in um, Hollywood, period. And um, I remember there was a story where she talked about um, another um, seminal black actress from Black of the Day um, um, gave her a lot of um, props and encouragement, Dorothy Dandridge, um, when she was super young and getting into the game and what have you. So just one of those nice stories of support begets support begets support, which sometimes I think not just the black community, but a lot of communities just miss out on sometimes. And what have you. So, yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Sometimes we got so much serious stuff going on and what have you. You just got to have that little bit of giddiness and joy and whatnot. And, um, yeah, man, I think that's about it. I think it's about time to get into the music mix right now on the show. Again, big up to all of our listeners. We deeply appreciate y'all. Deep prop to all of them broadcast partners some of which we sometimes don't know because people will post up the show and i don't even know about it until we get our um, google alerts so big up to those blogs and other folks who you know dig what we do and post us up and everything let, let it let us know because we want to give you credit as well for spreading the fuse box vibe and um yeah whether it's through those broadcast outlets or on demand we're here to bring you that real authentic non-payola funded um joyous black music and radio vibe um and keep things both dope and diverse you know what i'm saying it's not being diverse to be a hipster or anything like that these type people that myself and john judah are and yeah man much love to everybody worldwide worldwide why we're gonna make it right i no doubt, no doubt. So we about to get into the mix. DJ Fusion, John Judah, syndicated Fusebox Radio broadcast, about to make it happen. All right, peace. Yes. Straight R, Street Dark, name Osiris. We in. <clears throat> You're now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion.
You are now listening to Fusebox Radio. Thank you. 
Yo, check this out. This is Chuck the Public Enemy. You're now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Harder than you think.
listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion.
I was born and raised and lived most of my life in Chicago, and although I've been in Georgia the past decade, I still consider myself an exiled Chicagoan. So this spring I'm especially proud of the movement activists and ordinary citizens of Chicago who did something we were all told could not be done against the opposition of the White House and Rahm Emanuel City Hall. Chicago drove the G8 summit meeting, which had been scheduled concurrently with the NATO summit in May, out of town. Early last month, the White House quietly announced that the G8 summit would be moved to the remote presidential mountaintop retreat at Camp David, Maryland. This is as it should be. No past meetings of the global bankster elite and their captive heads of state could be conducted in the midst of living cities full of ordinary people any place on this planet because whenever ordinary people learn what the G8 is they inevitably turn out to protest in large numbers with permits or not legally or illegally this is why past G8 summits have had to be held in fortified islands in the Quebec River at mountaintop retreats in Italy or on the sea islands off the coast of Georgia Chicago will, however, play host to the NATO summit in May, which is almost as bad. 
NATO was originally the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. Canada, the U.S., and the powers of Northwestern Europe arrayed against the Soviet Union after World War II. With the end of the Soviet Union in the 1980s, NATO now includes all of Germany and all of Eastern and Southern Europe right up to the Russian border and as far down as Turkey. NATO is now the multinational cloak for U.S. military intervention in Afghanistan and in the Middle East and Africa as well. NATO is the armed and predatory White West, arrayed against the rest of the world, poised to seize and control the wealth and strategic resources of the former colonial world on behalf of those who rule the U.S. and Europe. Taken together with the United States, which alone accounts for half the world's spending on arms and military training, the NATO countries make up more than 70% of the world's military expenditures. You really can't put a friendly face on that. But the Department of Cheapskate Public Relations at Chicago's public schools, which since the 1990s have been under direct mayoral control, is trying. They're sponsoring a pitiful little contest among Chicago's public school students for who can make the best three-minute video welcoming NATO's armed fist to Chicago next month. So what's the first prize? A free ride, you might guess. At the Choice College, a pair of new Mercedes-Benzes like the winners of the Chicago Marathon get every year. No, not really. These are Chicago public school students and their teachers, after all. The first prize winner gets an iPad, and their teacher gets $400 worth of school supplies. They don't call these folks the Department of Chiefskate Public Relations for nothing. When AT&T's minority broadband circus comes to town, they let Tom Joyner give away three or four dozen laptops in every city. NATO governments spend a lot more than iPad money on every single missile and on every single round fired from some of their fancier guns. They should call up Tom Joyner and see how this bribing minority kids and photo op thing actually works. It's just another cheapskate insult to Chicago, to our schools, to our teachers, and to our children. A single iPad doesn't cost much. Movement folks in Chicago can probably take up their own collection and offer their own comparable prize for the public school student who comes up with the best say no to NATO video around the time that zoo pulls into town this May. I hope they do. And I hope to be back home in Chicago when NATO comes to town and to join with tens of thousands of friends and neighbors to greet the bloody-handed lying warmongers of NATO when they come to defile my home city. Hope to see some of you there. For Black Agenda Radio, I'm Bruce Dixon. Find us on the web at www.blackagendareport.com. Syndicated worldwide to bring real black radio back to the masses. New York girl, never mad overweight. 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 Guzzle my second bottle, hope I don't catch a homo Close in our net, simultaneously making me climb higher Haney 
various crimes behind me. Search but can't find me. Fuck sadness. Had this been you having this lavish habitual happiness at me, you wouldn't look back. Would you would have sex on condominium roof decks? So anyone move next, I hit you with two texts. Rocking Roberto Cavalli, no show, no convertible. Mazi, my Colombiana mommy riding beside me. Every tap means something. That's my word on my body. I have to lean something with that Mossberg shoddy. My niggas is ignorant. Put lead in your pigment. Just cause y'all was mad at all the years I was getting it. And 976, 98 the Bitly. Now it's the ghost phantom. And y'all can't stand them, but. Jacket swag, army jacket green and black With a square top pocket that snaps Where the gas at, past that, not you You hold cracks in your ass crack I never did that, my socks where my stats was at Yo, I used to listen to that red alert And rap attack, I fell in love with all that Poetry, I mastered that Cut school with preen team and fat cat was at Future not crystal clear yet Baccarat, now I'm the one who rapping queens Way beyond your wildest dreams, bottles on Bottles with sparklers surround my team That long cash get the baddest bitches out They jeans, 20 years in this game Looking 17. I don't lean, no codeine, promethazine. I just blow green, pick which bitch to bless the king. Although he's on to another chapter. Heavy D gave his beat to Salam for me to raptor. <laughs> about surviving same old two-step trying to stay alive with they be out robbing i've been out rhyming since born knowledge like prophet muhammad say the ink from a scholar worth more than the blood of a martyr so i'ma keep it on till i see a billion dollars keep your friends close and your enemies closer love model chocha mommy popping like she poster eyes red shot like i'm never sober big time smoker indonesia doja many means you can hold up before you end up with up from my soldier don't shit under fire I remain on some calm shit. This for every ghetto in the hood. Nazadon, super cat, the Don Dada. Understood. Hear me now. Come back again now. You are now listening to Fusebox Radio.
Fuse Box Radio with DJ Fuse.
You are now listening to Fusebox Radio. No, I never lose my culture, no. I'm not afraid of the vulture, no. Can't say your right self, no, 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 no. I never betray my nation, no Never give in to temptation, no Can't afford to lose our idation, no, 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 no Boy, yeah, boy, and big man, a big man Give eyes for the right, but acknowledge when you're wrong From your clean, just stand up in the fire Cause the fire getting a time You know not where you're going because you know not where you're from How can the African join the Ku Klux Klan From your clean, just stand up in the fire Cause the fire getting a time I will be true to who I am On a solid foundation I'm an African, Ethiopian No, I never lose my culture, no I'm not afraid of the vulture, no Can't say out like sulfur, no No, I never betray my nation, no Never give in to temptation, no Can't afford to lose my meditation, no Without the food, no far, there is no jout I'll keep on chatting on the righteous route I listen to Caesar, ancient king Confidence in him, keep my star shining I never bow on me, nah, sell out Fire getting at and it nah, go out I listen to Caesar, ancient king He keeps us shining I'll be true to who I am Foundation, I will stand. I'll be true to who I am. Stay grounded by my roots. I'm an African, Ethiopian. No, I never lose my culture. No, I'm not afraid of the vulture. No, can't decide your life self. No. Never betray my nation, no Never give in to temptation, no Can't afford to lose our attention, no Boy, a boy, and big man, a big man Give eyes for the right, but acknowledge when you're wrong From your clean, just stand up in the fire Cause the fire getting a time You know not where you're going, because you know not where you're from African Johnny Clue Clus Clan from your clean just stand up in the fire Cause the fire getting at No, I never lose my culture, no I'm not afraid of the vulture, no Candles I out like cipher, no No, I never betray my nation, no Never give in to temptation, no Can't afford to lose our attention, no Suffers, conquers, 
and in the long run when it comes to victory. So be steadfast in the work and keep focus. Put the trust in Alice last of the first. It's a be a must gone. Got a mile, we got a mile away. Alice last year. Welcome to Media Minutes. I'm Stevie Converse. And I'm Candace Clement. And I'm Megan Tatey. John Christie and Naomi Shalit took on two big enterprises in 2010. They got married and they started a nonprofit investigative news outlet in Maine. What does the former have to do with the latter? More and more couples are navigating the digital age of journalism together, according to a recent article in the Columbia Journalism Review. Both Christie and Shalit are veteran reporters and editors who saw a need for real investigative journalism in Maine after existing media outlets slashed their budgets for statehouse reporting. They turned to each other, pooling their talents to create the Maine Center for Public Interest Reporting and the online publication Pine Tree Watchdog. I think one of the advantages is that there's never a time when you're not working on the stories. Get up in the morning, you talk about them. Every dinner, you talk about them. The organization gets the benefit of much more than 40 hours each for the week. The, the disadvantage is that uh, you kind of never get to leave it. Some days you'll get each other and say, my God, we've got to stop working and uh, have a life for a little while. Christy said operating a newsroom as a couple has pros and cons. She's, I would say, a more dogged researcher than I am. She'll go one step even further than I would. I bring a lifetime of editing and writing skills as an editor and writing coach to the table. We make a pretty good combination. And when a story gets out there and it gets good play in all our media partners and is paid attention to by the people who can make a difference, then for that moment we feel like we've contributed to society just a little bit. Christy is especially proud of a story he co-wrote with Shalit on Maine's archaic system for setting bail. It's set not by a judge but by amateur bail commissioners. Nailing stories like this is a shared passion for the couple. It gives you as a couple a whole other area to be involved with each other on and if you can make the accommodations in your life to do that and make sure you fit some other things in, it makes for a very lively relationship. The center distributes its stories to media outlets across the state and trains reporters in what Christie called evidence-based, nonpartisan, non-ideological journalism. To read stories by Christie and Shalit, visit pinetreewatchdog.org. This month, the Supreme Court will decide whether to hear a copyright case that could have big ramifications for consumers and businesses across the country that sell or lend copies of copyrighted goods. The United States Courts of Appeals for the Second Circuit recently held a graduate student liable for buying copies of textbooks in Thailand and reselling them in the United States. Public Knowledge, the U.S. Public Interest Research Group, and the Electronic Frontier Foundation filed a brief asking the Supreme Court to review the decision. They say the ruling could harm both consumers and retailers who participate in secondary markets. Jody Griffin is a staff attorney at Public Knowledge. The case was brought by a publisher called John Wiley and Sons, who makes textbooks. And they have a financial interest in bringing this case because they sell their textbooks for different prices in different countries. And they are particularly expensive in the United States. So if United States students can buy books at a cheaper price from resellers from other countries, then that will cut into the publisher's profits. The way the law sees it, a book or a CD is a copy of a copyrighted work. When you purchase one, there's a provision in the law called the First Sale Doctrine that allows you to sell, give away, or lend that copy without getting permission from the copyright owner. The Second Circuit decision says that the First Sale Doctrine applies only to copies that are manufactured in the United States. This could affect a lot of goods and a lot of services because so many things that we encounter in our daily lives now contain copyrighted works. 
things that you wouldn't necessarily think of as computers that have protected, copyrighted programs inside them. We're not only talking about books, CDs, and movies. This decision could affect a host of items, including toys and cars. A lot of cars nowadays have computers in them. And if that computer has a copyright-protected program inside it and it was made outside of the United States, then under this interpretation, even after you've bought the car, you can't resell it or give it to somebody else without the copyright owner's permission. Griffin says the court decision creates an incentive to move U.S. manufacturing abroad to obtain perpetual distribution rights. She hopes the Supreme Court will reverse the Second Circuit's decision or at least clarify the law so Congress can make some changes. We live in a world that was never contemplated when Congress wrote the copyright laws. These are laws that maybe made sense back before computers and back before we had global markets for so many goods, but now it's becoming more and more apparent that copyright law is no longer really reflective of the realities of the world that we live in in some important ways. Since the Supreme Court hasn't decided whether to hear this case, the Second Circuit decision will stand for Connecticut, New York, and Vermont. For more information, go to publicknowledge.org. You've been listening to Media Minutes, a production of Free Press, a national nonpartisan organization working to reform the media. For more information, visit freepress.net. DJ Logic, you're now listening to the Fuse Box, bringing the best of hip hop and soul music, news and commentary from all over.
now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion.
you heard this all before Fee is coming straight from the heart I wanna show you side of me never seen I'm not afraid to be myself with you
the NBA All-Stars are playing next. But right outside that same city, the celebratory atmosphere would change quickly. Who watching the game with me? You know Lil Trayvon was repping his hometown, D-Wade and LeBron. He had just came up from Miami to see a daddy who knew such a great weekend with him. Badly in a place where you move because it's safe for your family. But some people got an ingrown hate for your family. Halftime, just a short break from the slam. About to go to the store, little cuz, you want some candy? Bet I'll grab you some Skittles, kid. I'll be right back in a little bit. I said I'll grab you some Skittles, kid. I'll probably be right back in a little bit. Human beings in a mind. What's a mind to a king? What's a king to a god? What's a god to a Zimmerman was so vicious, he made sure the second shot hit him, no survivor, no witness. Trayvon never gave his cousins the Skittles, missed the all-star game, didn't see another dribble. And George Zimmerman wasn't even arrested. The message is only white life is protected in America. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now witnessing Fusebox Radio.
You are now listening to the Fuse Box with John Judah.
Check it out. You're about to get taken there. That was my cat. Fine specimen. I saw you knock him off the bar. No. I kind of shoot him. I didn't really knock him. You raised your hand at him. Won't happen again, I promise you. And Martz, you another drink, huh? That cat's been coming in here for two years. It's got more right to be here than you. I don't want any trouble. Well, that's too bad. and travelers on the road. You are going to be held to account for the things you've done. Do you know that? Do you? and thistles it shall bring forth for us. For out of the ground we were taken for the dust we are. And to the dust we shall return. Oh, confusion. The microphone's the only thing. 
thing I'll be using Now the name's Houdini, but I'm no magician See, I came to this party cause I'm on a mission I mean it, to talk to you face to face Cause if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be in the place When it comes to making money, I don't waste time My brother, I said, please, I'll be in front of the line Cause I was taught the early bird, always catches the worm And a lesson well taught, is a lesson well learned That's why I'm on the move and everything's alright And the clothes I need to wear, were prepared last night Cause if I let you get ahead of me, you know if you were standing me But opportunity knocks, I got to be ready, see? He hesitates is lost, and the price that you pay is called the cost When they say money me, they must have met me To make money in time, you need an M and an E Cause time is money, and money is time You might waste yours, but I'm rocking mine, so rock
You are now listening to the Fuse Box with John Judah. hearing about it, but I never figured I'd be going there. Knocking at my door 
rumors that don't hide from deceivers. It's easily revealed like truth unlocked, unsealed. Revelation, revelation, revelation is humanity's appeal to the unknown energy field. Check it out. I'm flying free. I'm flying free so that I can see the mountain, the mountain, the mountain that I left behind me. within this crazy, crazy illusion of reality. Big Al, I know you're gonna break it down for me now. I hope I'm not disturbing the peace. I can't contain this lyrical beast. society's cage I fill papers with words page after page after page after page after page I love my words and they express how I feel they'll fill you up like your mama's best meal And my ability is to flip respectability. Lyrically, I got talent on the brain. Check it out. With no hunger for fame. With no hunger for fame. Even though I came with my words to swallow you whole. From the deepest, darkest part of your mind To the sweetest, softest part of your soul You are now listening to the Fuse Box with John Judah.
must have gotten sick. Isn't that right? Vampires like you aren't a species. You're just infected. A virus, a sexually transmitted disease. I'll tell you what we are, sister. We're the top of the fucking food chain. The blood god's coming, and after tonight, you people are fucking history. He's a hurricane. An act of God. Anyone caught in his path will instantly be turned. Everyone you've ever known. Everyone you've ever fucking loved. It won't matter who's pure blood and who's not. How are you gonna cure the whole fucking world? Hmm. And Blade's blood is the key. We've got an intruder. Fleeting flame and fortune. Not 
Right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
You are now listening to the Fuse Box with John Judah. The woman makes the men all pause. And if you got a woman, she might make you forget yours. There's a five the words that describe her character. But her brain's being washed by an actor. And every real man that tries to approach comes across the comes that gets just like a rope. I don't think I can handle it. She goes channel to channel. Cold looking for that hero. She watched Channel Zero. She watched, 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 she
my life I wish I would've known cause I didn't kiss my mama goodbye I didn't tell her that I loved her how much I cared I thank my pops for all the talks and all the wisdom he shared Unaware I just did what I always do Every day the same routine before I skate off to school But who knew that this day wasn't like the rest Instead of taking the test I took two to the chest Call me blind but I didn't see it coming Everybody was running but I couldn't hear nothing except
are now listening to the Fuse Box with John Judah. Alpha male with a beta complex and a hunger speed to perform efficiently. Each task is done, please. So tell him what is next. Who is the alpha male with a beta complex and a hunger speed? To perform efficiently Sometimes he's put to sleep Always ready to be turned on Set the preferences Hard drive, ram and ROM Sometimes he's put to sleep Always ready to be turned on Then a crash of sabotage He couldn't quite hold enough And the drive is compromised Zeroes in one fly Shut down and say goodbye Zeroes in one fly Shut down and say goodbye Shut down and say goodbye Shut down and say goodbye You're the tragedy The shame of the love Alpha male Here, each task is done to please. So tell him what is next. Set the preferences. Always ready to be turned on. In a crash of sabotage, the world erases God, and the drive is compromised. Zeroes in once comply. Shut down and say goodbye. Zeroes in once comply. Shut down and say goodbye. Shut down and say goodbye. The shame of the love Alpha male
right here on the Fuse Box Radio. No
windows I've yet to look through. Going forward may not be the answer. Maybe I should go back. Join us next time. Good night.